Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Hamilton was adopted from a restaurant. We are just not going to do that ID right now. <laughs> yeah, how about if we how about if we'll figure this out on we'll the fly like they out. used to do on Westwood One. You say, "Hey, we're on break for the local station. You just got here. We're on break 14. How about <laughs> if we do how about if we do our normal break at about half past and then we do one around nine o'clock because we'll probably go over quarter nine nine o'clock. Whatever yeah, we that's how we'll do it. Yeah. That's By the way, we before we uh, really get deep into the show, I I will say, Robert, you were correct. Uh, I just looked at the TV guide. ABC is repeat is having baseball uh that i i wouldn't be making it up here <laughs> okay well that's good to know because some people do make things up anyway we welcome to sports lounge I, I, <laughs> here we are <laughs> this is uh, chris and i'm it's show number 111 it is a big one of the biggest sundays we have you know we talk about the super bowl and we talk about other days but when you end the baseball season and you set the playoffs Sometimes, of course, when you end the baseball season, it's already uh, figured out. But we, it sure wasn't today, and we'll go over that. But first, we're going to, of course, do the NFL. We had a full NFL Sunday with a lot of good games. We'll do the NFL. We'll do baseball. We'll do um, the NBA. We'll do uh, the NHL because uh, they're down to the final three and the final two here. And we're going to be uh, hopefully following the Celtics. And we, uh, and we got some trades game. also on hockey. So. Yes, yeah, so that's right. Jerry didn't help you out, but you can do that one, Robert. Yeah. And right. uh, then uh, news in the NBA. NBA. Coaching news yeah. in the NBA. We got, yeah. we got. Um, let's see, we, and of course, college football. So we've got all in the death, and uh, we did come up with a couple more and a big one, another big one. We've had the big ones the last three or four weeks, and we have uh, Gale Sayers, of course, an important yeah. one. So anyway, yeah. so Sean, why don't you, this is show number 111, if I didn't say that, and again, November, uh, May, uh, all right, September 27th, uh, 2020. And Sean, why don't you get us going? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, here we go. All right. Well, of course, we want to say hello to everybody. And, of course, uh, you can dial in, like I said, just by downloading the Zoom app or dialing 646-876-9923. Then enter code 287-723-4600. Hit pound key twice. Uh, when you're in here, if you want to raise your hand, star 9, alt Y on the computer, uh, then if you want to, when we call on you, you'll have to unmute yourself by, by doing star six on the phone and everything. So all that, you know, you'll unmute as we call on you. If you want to leave a message throughout the week, if you're listening on the podcast, 800-693-0595. Option number two, say it's for Sports Lounge Live or email us, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. And if you want to hear all the news, breaking news, different scores, everything's going on throughout the week, 
3642 board 9 is our sports lounge board and board 13 is the TV and Sirius XM and all that schedule board so and there'll be a lot of schedule there'll be a lot of schedules on both TV and yes, Sirius XM right? of, correct live TV and Sirius XM schedules and changes yep. and additions subtractions all that stuff but we had a pretty pretty busy week in the NFL and you know we had it well We'll get. I'll mention that when we get to that game. But you know, the historic, yeah. historic event happened in one of the games. Right, and obviously we'll talk a lot more about this down towards when we get to the desk. But Gail Sayers passed away. That's a yep. huge one. So we should probably at least mention it up front. We That's will. right. And I kind of did already, uh, but then we, hey, can't hurt. Yes, can't hurt at all. So we and, started on Thursday night. Yep. Dolphins 31, Jaguars 13. That, that, that was just kind of a yawn from a game, to be honest. It was. Yep. It was. The Dolphins, yeah. I was surprised because Jacksonville had played fairly well the first two weeks, and, uh, you know, they, they, they really had, had done okay. But at home, uh, and obviously, hey, they had a few fans there, but not, not that many. But the Dolphins just totally controlled the game, and the Dolphins had played okay against the Patriots and, and uh, okay against Buffalo, but uh, didn't expect them to wipe out uh, Jacksonville the way they did. No, I do. Marty, I see your hand and I will get you when we get done with the scores and I come out of this window. So just hang with us and we'll get you as, as soon as, as I come out of this window in a little bit here. Um, today, well, the Falcons continued in their ways. Yeah. Bears 30, yeah. Falcons 26. Well, they both uh, the continued Falcons, their ways. Yeah, really. And, the, and Bears. the Falcons and, and, uh, the Falcons had a 25, or a, not quite a 25 point lead, 26 to 10. It was yes. the Bills that had the 25 point. 26 to Correct. 10. The Bears made a quarterback change. They took out um, Trubisky. They brought in Nick Foles. Yep. They won the game 30 to 26. Well, the thing is, they, they went back as far in uh, on uh, NFL radio today as 1940 and couldn't find a game a team that had come back from 16 points or more uh, in the fourth quarter more than once in a season except the Bears and who would they come back on but the Falcons who blew that huge lead against Dallas so I mean Dan Quinn is uh, you know walking the plank yep. and it's really the Bears again played about half of football they played you know three in in the three games they played about six quarters and they're three and zero. Oh. I mean is this the Bears year or what what the heck's going on but they really well, you know it's and, and they didn't stop the Falcons I mean the Falcons ripped them up and they're, they're, that's supposed to be the strong point of their defense is the you know Bears but Trubisky was playing okay. Actually, he got on the fantasy numbers thing around 2.30 Eastern, and uh, so he was doing okay. They just decided to shake things up, bring in Foles. Now, Foles, to me, has not proven anything. He had the Super Bowl run against the, uh, you know, to bring him uh, to the victory with the Eagles. But, I mean, I I don't know that he's proven anything either. We, we may be going back and forth all year. Whoever's got the hot hand or whatever, obviously, he's going to start next week. And it, But it's not like he's an established uh, you know, no. we're not talking That's Cam Newton or somebody who's taken a team to the Super Bowl with with a strong season. So we'll see right. how this goes. This isn't over yet. But the thirty to twenty six was an amazing again collapse slash comeback. That was one of our local games. So I mean, I was able to keep track of that one. That was our CBS game. Uh, in probably the game of the day, this is the 25-point uh, lead that I referred earlier. Bills 35, Rams 32. The Bills did have a 25-point lead. The Rams actually come back, came back to take the lead, 32-28, and the Bills went right down the field. And then they had, they again dug themselves a hole. They had third and 25 and got a pass interference penalty and then yeah. got it into the end zone. 
Well, the Rams the, ain't the fearsome, for, fearsome foursome. They are not. Their defense good. is not the yeah. strong point of their team. And the Bills, this is a real feather in the cap for Josh Allen. I was putting him down a little bit earlier in the year. But, boy, this kid is playing well. He ran in a couple. Yeah, he he threw a couple. And, you know, he is really playing well. And, you know, when you – he hadn't really done this before, to take a team down in a big game. I mean, this was two undefeated teams. To take his team down and win a big game like this, that really gives confidence to his players that he can do this in the future. And, uh, you know, this is a, a big win for the Bill. Yeah, yeah I know. The Rams, the Rams, honestly, are probably – I mean, that division, they're all 2-1. and one or, There's a 2-1 and one and 3-0 and oh, pretty much. Yep, but right. the Rams are probably the worst team in that division. Uh, well, they, I don't, they, they, I don't know. Now, Perry, you're a Rams fan. Is this their defense just collapsing? And yeah, uh, the defense, well, the defense did not play well today. No, okay. and the, and the yeah, offense okay. got off to a slow start. I mean, it, you know, yep. but then they picked it up in the and second I, half. And I okay. still say you you still may see with this expanded playoff, you may see the entire NFC West in the playoffs. There's a possibility. It is Very possible. Could yeah, that is true. But no, I mean, uh, right now the Rams are better than the 49ers because the 49ers has presently constituted are not that good. But uh, well, they played well. They played well today. One of the one of these weeks, by the way, as we get to our next score, one of these weeks, I am going to call them the Redskins. One of these weeks. So get ready for if you want to make it. If you want to make your bets on when I'm going to do it, but it won't be today. The Raiders. The referee, and I think Robert probably saw that today. The referee said Oakland instead of Las Vegas. So it happened. He did that several times today. Yes. But Browns 34 and Washington. They've got 20. 20. So the Browns are now about, they are over 500. ESPN made sure I knew the Browns are over 500. This is the first time since 2011 in the first three games they've been as good as 2-1. Two and, two and one. That so, is correct. This was a historic game because Washington you know, had an assistant coach on the sideline, female. Uh, you had a, uh, a Cleveland had one. Was, yeah, Cleveland had one and a female referee. So you had three women. Okay. Yeah. Now it wasn't the lead referee, was it? No, she was uh, Sarah Thomas, one of the side judges or whatever she does. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you had a an analyst or something, not on the radio, but like a team analyst. uh, Yeah. uh, uh, No, there's a woman analyst on the radio. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. No. we're talking about on the sidelines. Hold on, one at the time, one at a time. Go ahead, Sean. On, one at a time. We're talking about on the sidelines. There were and on the field. There were three. You know, I'm. You know, she was the one was the lady was Cleveland. Her name escapes me, but she's like a team. Uh, coaching analyst, coaching something, staff person. She's not officially okay. an assistant coach, but yeah. that's the first time that you had three women in the one with the referee, the assistant coach Correct. with the red, with the, oh, okay. I did it. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Well, well this the, was our, the game was, was concerned. Haskins threw of, of like three interceptions and, yes, you know, he he's, he's not that good. The Browns couldn't seem to control the ground game. Uh, Chubb had a couple of touchdowns and, uh, you know, they, they, they did what they had to do. I mean, you should beat the Washington and they did. I have a feeling you'll see Alex Smith before too much longer. You know. I don't know. I, that, might. I don't know. I think they want to. I think they might be trying to give him his. You know, let him take his bumps early, and then just yeah, we'll see. About, we'll see yeah. about that. Well, this was our Fox game today, so. It was a good early game, and it might have been, other than the, that Bills game, might have been one of the better ones. Yep. Titans 31, Vikings 30, and that was a back-and-forth game. Kirk yep. Cousins, I mean, he didn't play great, but he didn't play badly either. 
No, but the Titans are really good this year. I they mean, are. They uh, are. Derrick Henry ran it in twice. They came back. Steven Guskowski, while actually, while, right while, well, the way it turns out, you know, you're on the internet, so you don't know whether it's exactly the same time. Right when Steven Guskowski was kicking one of his long field goals, uh, Nick Folk, who did kick some field goal today, missed an extra point. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. Yeah. But, but, you know, the, the point is the, the Titans came back. They were down 24 to 12. Guskowski oh. kicked, I think, three field goals, uh, six field goals. I'm sorry. They, they were like uh, three of them were over 50 yards. I mean, it was amazing what he did today. And, you know, we yeah. were all, I really thought the Patriots were premature letting him go for injury. Really. That's what they did. And they had to do it for the time, but they could have brought him back. I mean, I just think nothing against Nick Folk. He's doing all right. But I really think that that's a problem. But Tennessee is three and zero, uh, and you gotta you gotta think of them in the mix uh, with Buffalo and Kansas City and Baltimore for those uh, top spots in the AFC. Yeah, because um, hey, they're they're right there. And of course, uh, Chris Paul Allen and company—they were going haywire at the end of that game. <laughs> you would anticipate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Patriots 30, uh, 36, Raiders twenty. Yeah. Chris, that, that's right. And uh, we Robert didn't play. Well, we, we didn't play well today. No, at all. I think again this. This was a bad, you cannot, you cannot, and this can be worked on easily. You don't have to do this. You don't have to send somebody who plays Monday night across the country. You really don't have to do that. And they did it to the Raiders and they shouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. And the Raiders really did run out of gas. They played pretty good. The first part of the game, Patriots really were kind of, you know, just piecing it together as they went along. This wasn't a uh, vintage, you know, nothing like last week when they really ran up and down the field against uh, Seattle. This was just, uh, they ran it, they ran it and they ran it some more. Rex Burkett scored three touchdowns. Down two uh, rushing, one receiving. Uh, they, they, the new guy, um, what was his name? The, the new yeah. rookie came in and he did pretty well. Uh, Taylor Sony Michelle did well. Taylor, yeah, JJ yeah. Taylor. Sony Michelle came in and did well. I mean, they just ran the ball. This was almost like 51 yards on the ground. Uh, my right. defense, my defense is got, uh, got awful. It's, it's, well, uh, yeah, and you know, you just wonder what happened. I mean, it's almost like the Saints went home in the second half. They were going to go to the casinos or something. I don't know what they did uh, because they were <laughs> controlling that game. And on Monday night, which, of course, we didn't talk about because we were on, uh, the Raiders took it over. But really today, I think the Raiders ran out of gas. I mean, they need, you cannot send a Monday night team across the country. That, that You can totally avoid that. That is ridiculous. You can. You, you and really up, can. up next, we have the Red Hot Buffalo Bills. So That's right. Buffalo in uh, Las Vegas next week. That's, yeah. Yep. 49ers, 36, Giants, 9. That was an old-fashioned behind whooping. Well, you yeah, know, that the ridiculous so thing. I no, understand. I understand the 49ers had a lot of in- injuries, but I was listening to um, what's, what's the name, Veningo and and the whoever they are. There uh, yeah, the yeah, Veningo and Roberts. And they had you know. they had Carl Banks on the other day, and they were all agreeing this is the time to play the 49ers. We should we quote unquote should beat the 49ers. Well, come on, the Giants don't have Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones is not a proven co- commodity. I mean, what gives you the the thought that you would uh, you maybe you'd have a fighting chance to beat the 49ers, which you normally wouldn't have? But my goodness, you know, that that was ridiculous. And I thought that that was way overhyped for the Giants. And then now the Giants are 0-3. And, you know, I mean, that whole NFC East is horrible. But, you know, they're 0-3. Yeah. And, and nobody's uh, got a winning record in that division right now and, at all. And Nick and Nick Mullins, again, uh, did a wonderful job. Every yeah. time the 49ers have to play him, uh, he doesn't disappoint. You no, know, and he so, played well. I forget. There was a Monday night game he played in last year, and he played uh, well. Yeah, so, against, yeah. Against, the, against the Raiders. Right. It was so, against the Raiders. Know, yeah, it was. He's all right. right. He's yeah. all right. 
So no, that was that was way overhyped by uh, that was Homer. That, that you don't expect that from New York uh, announcers. That was well, way that's, that's uh, a lot of that is going on. A lot of that went on throughout the week on WFAN with yeah. the Giants and the Forty ers Well, I mean, oh, geez, that was terrible. Okay. Well, in one of the weirdest finishes that you're ever going to see, the Bengals 23, the Eagles 23. I don't think either team in the last about three, four minutes of overtime had any ambition to win that game. No. Merrill Reese was fit to be tied because yeah. what they did was they, they were going to go for a 59-yard field goal. And, you know, and Elliott's a good kicker, so they might have made it. And they had a false start, and then they punted. I think he even that, them even to, that though, Chris. Why did they not try to get that field goal closer? Yeah, well, they it was fourth had, down. It was fourth down, and they were they had a fifty nine yarder. They had I understand it, but why didn't they try it on second and third down? They could have gotten that a little bit closer than they did. They let the clock run. Yeah, yeah. no, um, the whole no, thing was um, mismanaged. After the Raider game was over, CBS switched to that game, and uh, it looked like neither team was interested in winning the game. I'll, and Perry, I'll, were you able to find out when that last high was? Was that two thousand twelve or two thousand eight? But they did I, tie before. I did not find it, but uh, they have tied before. The, the, now we had a tie. Was it last? Last year was the last tie in the league. Yeah. Did we have one with yeah, Detroit and Arizona, year, but, I believe? Yeah. Yes. They so, but it no, does I know that the Bengals and the Eagles did definitely tie uh, one of the years, and I just don't remember where it was. I want to say it was in Cincinnati, so that might have been 2008, but I know. Well, the, C- the CBS crew right. did say that they've tied previously, but they did not give the year. Right. I think it was 08, but that's just me. But maybe we'll find out. If we don't, we don't. But I know yeah. they tied in, in the past. I mean, they've got a, you know, it's, but no, they, uh, the Eagles are 0-2-1. and one. Uh, Hey, you give the Bengals a moral victory there they went on you the do. road and tied the eagle i mean you know so i mean the, you this, give them a little bit of a pass because when they got yeah. the ball back there was only like what 11 seconds left oh, so yeah, you weren't going to do that much with yeah. it no no but they you know they're oh two and one they played all three games tough they could have beaten the chargers they they ended up tying the eagle the browns was a back and forth game that we talked about last week but this nfc east is ridiculous i mean they're going to have a playoff yes. team but it might be like the nfc west a few years ago when they had a seven and nine or eight and eight team the, yeah, they're, they're all under they're 500 now all. they're all I, under 500 I, by the way, by the way, I do see the I do see the hands raised, and I, we'll get to you. And just once we get the scores, we'll get right to you. Yeah. Yep. Right. Once, yeah. What I said about the NFC West having everybody possibly, the NFC East probably shouldn't have anybody. Right. That's right. right. Well, this one was you probably the game you got, Sean. Steelers twenty eight, Texans twenty one, yeah, and I, I am CB, starting that, to hear our CBS game. I am starting and, to hear a lot of uh, stories that that O'Brien is in trouble. Oh, O'Brien is definitely the coach, the GM. They're both in trouble. O'Brien, the coach, and O'Brien, the GM, yes. are in trouble. <laughs> they are, tell us, they, tell us a little about the game. Tell us a little about the game for those who didn't catch it. Well, okay, Houston was up a couple of times, and yep. they were up a twenty-one. They were up by like, you know, they they had several chances. They were ahead. They blew it. And then here came Pittsburgh back. You know, I mean, Houston had all kinds of opportunities to win it. And, you know, but they blew leads. They had a couple different leads throughout the game, and they kept blowing it. And I don't know. It was just, it was pitiful. Well, we can't discount Pittsburgh either. They're 3-0, you know. So if we're going to talk about Kansas City, of course, you have that big game tomorrow. And you will, and you can say all Houston's losses 
have been to teams that were, well, Kansas City. I mean, they lost to Kansas City, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, yep. and all yep. of them, Kansas City and Baltimore, are still 2-0, and and Pittsburgh's 3-0. Right. No, it's been a tough That would be the argument that you'd make. That yeah, lost that's right, two. and that's right. And they're going to yeah. get to play their division, which isn't that good. I mean, that doesn't mean no. they've, you know, again, spotted Tennessee quite a hole here. But they, yeah, the rest I mean, of the division, Tennessee they can Minnesota beat. Just, they can certainly yeah. beat the Colts. They can beat, and you know, so they're going to have some games they're going to win. But this is just, uh, you know, uh, you know, I can they see where Bill O'Brien might be in trouble. And of course, it was this was the Watt Bowl with three brothers for the first time ever playing in the same game with JJ, TJ, and Derek Watt. Okay. Yeah, they all played in the game. That was great. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Bill, Bill, here comes here comes your game, Bill. Colt thirty six, oh, yeah. Jets seven, and that game wasn't close at all, as I no. understand. Defense, no. defense, defense. I mean, when you score sixteen points on defense, mm-hmm. right there, and then. You know, Philip Rivers is, you know, he's not Tom Brady, but no. he's not a slouch either. And, 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 you, know, and you know what, though? The, it's a, the game is a win. You'll take wins however you get them. And, and, I, and, I, and I told you the other day, Bill, that was going to be a very easy win for you. Yeah, Jets are horrible. They, you know, this whole fascination with Adam Gase that they hire, we got to have this coach. And, boy, that's not working at all. You know, Adam Gase is right there with uh, Dan Quinn. He's, he's uh, and on the play. Patricia probably, yep. Yeah, and well, you know, they just won today. We'll get to that. Panthers, yeah. Panthers 21, Chargers 16. I did not hear any of that game. Yeah, no. I heard some of it. Not much. I was mostly this in the Lions. I had more fantasy players in the Lions game. And, you know, now that we don't have those contests with disagreements and this and that, I don't, you know, you tend to get focused on different games than you would have. The the, the Panthers played a good game. Uh, the Chargers never really got their offense together. I mean, you know, hey, they don't have a crowd on a good day. So I don't know what the deal is with them. But, yeah. you know, the Panthers got it done. And, um, you know, the, the, the rookie quarterback, back i don't know how i don't know what his statistics were but he did uh, have them down in position uh, near the end of the game but they couldn't get it done so yeah the, the chargers they're they're always an up and down team and uh, they're i think they've gone down to one and two and well, uh, you know. I, st- I still say uh, justin herbert has earned that job uh, i understand the thing was unfortunate with taylor but to have the coach come out and say well taylor's going to get his job back as soon as he's healthy that's right. you know but that was a good win for carolina i mean hey yeah. atlanta yep. didn't get it done at home and Carolina went on the road all the way out there and, and got it done. So good for right. the Panthers. Yep. Bucks 28, Broncos 10. I didn't hear any of that game either. Nope. No, but it sounded like Tom Brady, uh, you know, obviously Driscoll was going to play for uh, Denver and Tom Brady was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And he basically, you know, he, he dominated in Denver, which he's done in the last couple of times he was there, you know, in the, in the, the regular season and stuff. And, you know, he finally got the Denver uh, thing off his, off his neck. He was, you know, struggling with the Broncos. That was the one team in the AFC that really had his number, but they don't anymore. And of course it's a whole different uh, regime now. And uh, Denver is going to be a bad team. Yeah, just the highlights. I, just the highlights I got from this game. I mean, it sounds like Mike Evans had a pretty decent game as you know as a receiver right. with Brady. That Brady, they're kind of developing something. Brady and Evans are. Yeah, I know. I know Brady had three touchdowns today. So oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he did. No, it's the kind of game you should go. And even though you had to go all that way out there, uh, you ought to win that. I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be good. Saints are going to be good. Denver's Those not. are the teams that are going to yeah. uh, fight. And Denver's not. And these are the teams that are going to fight for that division, Tampa Bay and the Saints. Now, I did hear yep. some of this when it was, I heard it late in the game, but the Lions went to Arizona. They got a win 26 oh, to 23 yeah. wow. on, a, on a field goal with just a couple seconds left. Yep. No, Tyler played, Murray played pretty well. Tyler Murray, Tyler Murray threw three interceptions in the first half. Right. Yeah. Three interceptions, first half. Yep. That, no. that tells a lot of the story. 
Yeah, and uh, uh, but he Lions... also he, he also threw three touchdowns, I believe, also. So yeah, he yeah. did. He threw three yeah. touchdown passes and three interceptions. But <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. No, I mean the Lions are are okay. You know, they're not terrible. And the question no. is, can they can they figure out a way? It's going to be tough in the NFC, like we talked about with the West and everything else. And, and well, even the, in their division, Green Bay, Green, well, Green, Green Bay has walked away, and then Chicago, it was Chicago shows up for a whole game. <laughs> yeah, which they haven't done yet, but they're three and zero. Oh. And uh, no, and of course uh, tonight we have the Packers and the Saints. That's what Perry's going to say. Do. I will tell yeah. you that in a minute. But uh, before we get to that, the Cowboys did lose to the Seahawks, thirty-eight thirty-one. That was a good back and forth game. It was. Yeah, it was. back and forth. Similar to the Patriots game, the Cowboys uh, that the Dallas, I mean uh, Seattle played last week. You know, back and forth, and uh, you know, and uh, Seattle has had close games. They beat uh, who? They beat it. Was it Atlanta? They beat the first. They, week? Uh, they beat. Uh, yeah, Atlanta in Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, and. Then and they beat yeah. the Patriots last week and the Cowboys. Very similar games, high scoring. You don't yep. expect that from from the Cow, the Dallas. I mean uh, Seattle. You and Russell to do Wilson more. had five more touchdowns today. He leads the league with fourteen already. That's right. He well, he's, yeah. the, he's the early MVP leader. That's for sure. I yeah. would agree. Packers Saints probably just underway. Yeah. Chiefs just Ravens tomorrow night. So Chris, yeah, while, while right. I come out of this window, why don't you take oh. us through next? All right. And we'll break quickly, the glass, uh, Perry. Try quickly. to get out there without. I hate when that happens. Yeah. So we get to Christmas. I will say it was interesting. You saw three teams win scoring 36 points, an odd number for that many teams to yep. have that as a final score. Yeah, what was it? The Patriots, the Giants, and uh, who? Uh, the Colts. Colts. The Colts. The, Colts. No, the Patriots, right. the 49ers, and the Colts. Yeah, Patriots 49ers. 49ers. I meant the 49ers. They beat yeah. the Giants, yeah. Okay, so our schedule for this coming week, we start on Thursday, October 1st. We have Denver at the Jets, uh, 8.20 oh p.m. That's not uh, too exciting for anybody, and that's going to be no. an NFL Network game. And you, you know Fox, just they just said, oh, we'll give this to NFL Network because everybody has to play a Thursday night game. So they said, oh, Fox, we right. don't want this. Okay, <laughs> Indianapolis at Chicago, 1 p.m. on CBS. There you go, we, Bill. Yeah, there you go. It's going to be uh, that'll be a good one, I think. Jacksonville at Cincinnati, one p.m. on CBS. Cleveland at oh. Dallas, one p.m. on Fox, uh, and that's a game that uh, you, you normally wouldn't play that way, but they flipped it. Uh, that probably won't. That probably won't be a good game. No, no. no. Uh, New Orleans at Detroit, one p.m. on Fox. Okay. Pittsburgh at Tennessee, one p.m. on CBS. So two of the undefeated AFC teams. Yep. Seattle at Miami, one p.m. Fox. Uh, okay. The Chargers are at Tampa Bay, 1 p.m. on CBS. Baltimore at Washington, 1 p.m. on CBS. That would be a big, you know, that would be a big rivalry game if fans could go. That would be a really interesting one. Uh, yeah. This would be a good game, though, I think. Arizona at Carolina, 1 p.m. on Fox. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Minnesota at Houston, 1 p.m. on Fox. So here you go. They've got these, these 0-3 teams <laughs> that should be better than they are, and they're not. So we'll see who can pick that off. I think Houston, they're home, so we'll see. I would think so. Yeah. Giants at the Rams, 4.05 p.m. on Fox. So this is interesting. Now you've got the Giants and Rams, and I know the Giants weren't expected to be that good, and the Rams are good, but you've got that as a like a regional game. That is not yep. a big national game. You would think mm-hmm. they would you know, rope in the two big well, markets. Because in, but... the Giants are that good. That's exactly why yeah. it's just a regional game. No, I know that, but uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of like uh, they foresaw it. They're right, but it turns out you know you didn't know if you had Barkley and some of the if a couple of breaks had gone the Giants' way when the season started, but that's the way they set it up. Now here's the big game of the day uh, early or the, in the Sunday uh, window. Uh, the Patriots at Kansas City, 4:25 p.m. on CBS. I that'll be your Jim Nance game, I'll bet. Yeah, that'll yeah. be your Jim Nance. Tony I don't Romo. expect the Patriots to win it, but I think they'll give a decent uh, showing. And uh, you know, uh, similar to what they did last week, I think they'll end up two and two out of that. But I think similar to the Seattle game, I think. 
think they'll uh, have a good game. Buffalo at the at, uh, the Raiders, 425 p.m. on CBS. Yes. We have Philadelphia at San Francisco, and that's at 820 p.m. on NBC. So the at least San Francisco gets to come home and not complain about the turf. They probably uh, complain I'm about so it. Sorry, today. I'm so sorry for NBC because they're not getting the real 49ers. And what kind of Eagles team is going to show up after today? That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. And and uh, Atlanta at Green Bay for the Monday night game, 815 oh, p.m. Oh. on ESPN. Oh, boy. What a mismatch. <laughs> yeah. By the way, though, we'll get to the callers, and we're going to go Marty, then Pierre, then Jerry in that order. But I was listening to uh, Merrill Reese today a little bit, and yeah. um, he I, I don't think he dislikes Doug Peterson necessarily, but when they were coming down to, to tie the game, you know, towards the end, please tell me he won't go for two. Please tell me he won't do it. Please, you know, <laughs> he doesn't. It doesn't to me sound like he has a lot of faith in him. I'm with him because of that two point. I've talked about it all last year. It hasn't happened as much this year, but these coaches that go for two all the time, I don't get it. It's not a percentage move, and they do it all the time, and I don't understand it. Yep. I'm with him. But we, let's go to our callers. Marty, you're first. Go right ahead. All right. Thank you very much. I was going to say with the uh, Dolphins' victory last Thursday, Ryan Fitzpatrick made history, and that's that he was the first quarterback to beat a team six times playing for six different teams. Oh, wow. You know who all those teams were? Can you name uh, them? I, I can, by the way. Okay. Um, I know Buffalo and Miami and uh, obviously. And that's right. The Jets? Did he play for the right. Jets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh, Tennessee? No. Yep. No? I, that, well, well, Tennessee, Tennessee right? And he, played for yeah. April, he also played for Tampa, didn't he? Uh, he might so. have, but he didn't do it with Tampa. I, yeah. I don't. How about how about um, Arizona? Did no, play for them? no, no. Okay, no, I think no. why, I think he got us. Who, who the other one? Go ahead, Marty. Cincinnati, two thousand eight. Okay, uh-huh. uh, it was Buffalo, two thousand twelve. Yeah, it was Tennessee, two thousand thirteen. Right, two thousand fourteen. Oh yeah, the Jets, the Jets in fifteen, and then the Dolphins this year. Okay, so, okay. Uh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> he made also just a couple quick things, real quick, but then I'll let I'll get out of here. Right. Um, want to salute Chuck Morgan. Sean, you probably know who he is. Uh, Chuck Morgan is the PA announcer for the Texas Rangers. He did his yes. 3,000th game yesterday, 38 years as the wow. PA announcer yep. for the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I know. Chuck's him. a good one. He, Chuck's a good one. He was at all three stadiums. He did it at all three stadiums. Okay. Yeah. Good. And good. now, do you have do you have Bob Nevin, uh, yes. Chris, yes. for your death? We do. Yeah, we Betty, do. How about Indeed. Betty Bushman? Betty Bushman we don't have. You can tell us about Betty Bushman. Okay, well, when, when the time comes, I will do that. All right. All right. Fine. That's good. Okay. I'll save David a little work. Let's then, uh, let's see. Pierre is next. Pierre, Pierre go ahead and uh, hit uh, the unmute, and then you'll be ready to go. Star six. Star six, Star Pierre. Six. Okay, I'm here. Are you there? Right. Go. We, we I, did I it. We win. did it, Pierre, just barely, but we did it. I know. <laughs> Almost did. <laughs> Boy, that was a close one today, wasn't it? It was. Now yeah. we're going to play it. Now we get to play the Marlins. Right. But uh-huh. uh, I want to say how bad my LSU Tigers stunk up Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, uh, and right now I'm at a dilemma. I have uh, Sports Line Live on Lady A. I've got the Saints on the radio, and yeah. I've got NASCAR on TV. So which one should? I think you should stay with us, but who's I think winning? You stay with us. We're more who's interesting. Win, who's you, you never know what's going to happen. Remember, remember, Pierre Jamal could come on. You never know. That's right. <laughs> who's winning? The, who's winning the NASCAR, Pierre? Do what? Who's, who's winning, winning NASCAR, NASCAR right now? Well, uh, nobody right now. Oh, they haven't started. Oh. Is it raining? No, no, no. They've started, but uh, uh, 
Joey Logano is got in a wreck, and Kyle Busch is not doing too well, and uh, okay. Martin Truax Jr. is coming on. So mm-hmm. okay, okay, so in, inconclusive, inconclusive. All right, yeah. Okay, right. hang with, right. hang with us, hang with us up here. You just never know what's coming up. That's right. right. Yeah, you never know. Right. Okay. <laughs> and Who else now, we got? Jerry, I believe. Uh, Jerry, if you hit star six, you'll be ready to go. Okay, first of all, uh, I want to apologize about the uh, not getting to you guys with the Patrick Hornquist trade. First of all, I was shocked that it happened. Okay. okay. Secondly, there's some personal stuff going on, but everything's leveling off, and that's yeah. good. Um, who's Jerry, who's doing the Steelers games? Bill so Hilgrove was today. Bill Hilgrove was back on the Steelers and Pitt like, uh, yesterday. Today. So, yep. That didn't sound like him today, though, when I had it on. It was. It was. I heard him. They I had Rob him. King before that. And the last time the Eagles, and I had to go to Google for this one, the last time the Eagles and Bengals tied was in 2008. Thank there you. you. There go. you go. That's and what I thought. As a matter of fact, I remember it because it was the Sunday before Thanksgiving. I remember that now. I was pretty sure, but I wasn't totally sure. Sunday before Thanksgiving of 2008. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Because we don't get that many ties anymore. No, we don't. No. We don't. So before we go to break, we got some NFL notes. Maybe we can uh, do them and then go to break because all our breaks are crazy anyway. We okay. had all the maskless coaches who thought they were not the Lone Ranger that yeah. got fined. Nick Fangio, Kyle Shanahan, uh, Nick Fangio over of Denver, Kyle Shanahan. Nick Fangio. Uh-huh. Vic. Vic. Dick? Vic. Like Victor. Vic Fangio. Yeah, Vic. Okay. Yeah. Kyle Vic. Shanahan from the 49ers. Uh, Pete Carroll from Seattle. Uh, they got high, fined $100,000, and the teams were fined 250000 for no math. Now, also, John Gruden and um, Sean Payton Sean. on the Monday night game, the same thing, 250000 yep. 100000 And then, um, let's see, Tyrod Taylor was oh, punctured <laughs> by his doctor. There's nothing like having your doctor puncture your lung. Yeah. That always worked we out talking, real well. We were talking last week. We wondered how they found out at the last minute about uh – you know, him, Justin Herbert starting how he found out at like the last yeah. last second it was. Well, yeah, that, that's a, that's why he I said earlier he had a cracked ribs. He had yeah. record, so he went to go get shot up to play, and the doc, yep. doctor hit punctured his punctured lung. Punctured his lung. Okay. That, that, it, was, it was, and by the way, it was a team. It was a employee of the team. By the way, right? Not, yeah. Not just, any, not yeah, just anybody. Right. It was a, it was their team doctor. Yeah. And the last NFL note we have is Bob Kraft got off on his uh, prostitution deal from January of 2019 uh, because the uh, the videotapes and uh, audio were not admissible as evidence. Uh, if he hadn't fought, a whole bunch of people would have gone down, uh, but he did and he had the money to do it. Uh, but whether the NFL is going to now turn around and give him some kind of a fine or something, I don't know. But, you know, they could. But we'll, we'll uh, According, to, according to Patriots writers in the Globe, Chris, uh, they do expect him to get his suspension, and they do expect the Patriots to lose some draft choices. Okay. Well, whatever. All right. If they, well, if they can take Pat draft choices away from the Patriots, that's one of their occupations. They like. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Well, let's take, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we have a lot of baseball to go through. We do. Yes. You're listening to the Worldwide Legend. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. 
Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star, and Shelter Pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. There you go. We're yeah. back. Okay. And, uh, I think we got, uh, yeah, by changing this up, by moving things around, we got, we didn't have, I'm having a stroke. We didn't have the regular stuff. <laughs> this is cool stuff. We, and we by the way, there's stuff. three, three, nothing, three, nothing Green Bay right now, first quarter, but New Orleans okay. is driving their down in, down in the 20s. So. Okay. And I got a Celtics score. Well, I muted my phone and got one. Celtics were behind 55, 54 with about three minutes ago in the first half. So oh, okay. back and this forth. is, so game, this is game, game, the game, what, Chris? Game, game six. This is game down. six. Three games to two, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to be starting a few other series, and we'll. So what we're going to do is I'm going to run down the standings as they are today, and we're today going into this morning. Then what we're going to do next week, I'll give everybody their final standings, even though by then we will move through the first round of the playoffs and so forth. But I want everybody to hear their final uh, totals because obviously you can figure them out right now if you're interested. But we'll give it together. This is a show of record for standings around here, so we'll do that uh, tomorrow uh, next Sunday. But going into today, Tampa Bay with 39 and. 20 Yankees 33 and 26 in the American League East Toronto 32 and 27 Baltimore 24 and 35 and the Red Sox 23 and 36 in the central Minnesota ahead at 36 and 23 Chicago White Sox 35 and 24 Cleveland 34 and 25 Kansas City 25 and 34 and Detroit 23 and 34 because of course they didn't play that doubleheader against the Cardinals. Uh, give it to the Cardinals boy they caught, they caught up pretty well. Boy, they they played did. what they needed to get done. Uh, and by the them. way for just for the record Chris that doubleheader now will not be played because it isn't needed. Correct. Right. Oakland leading uh, one in the West with 35 and 24 and of course those are all division champions. The uh, the Twins I think the uh, we knew Tampa Bay and Oakland. Yes, I guess the, the, twin, twins, the Twins are twins yes. are champions too. Yes. So the A's at 35 and 24 Houston 29 and 30 uh, uh, going into today uh, Seattle 27 and 32 the Angels 26 and 33 and Texas 21 and 38 the worst team in the American League uh, under 500 making the playoffs to me that doesn't seem right but well hey it is it's uh, when you're going to do what you're going to do 
this year. I mean, it's not going to be in the future, and we'll talk about that later. We've got some notes on baseball, and there was an interview with Rob Manfred and what his thoughts were, so we'll get right. to that. National League East, Atlanta 35-24, and 24, winning their division. Miami 30-29, and 29, Philadelphia 28-31, and 31, the Mets 26-33, and 33, Washington 25-34. and 34. In the Central, the Cubs finally did win the division, and boy, as much complaining as I heard you and Pierre doing, Barry, but they finally did it at 33-26. and 26. Uh, again, the Cardinals at 29 and 28 today coming in. The Reds 30 and 29. Milwaukee 29 and 30. And Pittsburgh, uh, the worst team in baseball, 19 and 40. In the West, Dodgers at 42 and 17, the best team in baseball. San Diego 36 and 23. San Francisco 29 and 30. Colorado 26 and 33. Arizona 24 and 35. So I'm going to run down the scores, and then um, I think that's the easiest way to do it. I'll run them all down, and then Perry can yes. run down. Yeah, the that's the easy way to do it. Match up, but We'll we'll cheat in this manner, Chris. People should know it's not a lot changed today. A little bit, but not a lot. Okay. So Miami beat the Yankees five to nothing. Kansas City beat the Tigers three to one. Texas over Houston eight to four. San Diego over San Francisco five to four. That eliminated the Giants. I heard the end of that game. That was the only baseball I really heard today, just to hear uh, if they could come back because they were just behind by a run. Washington beat the Mets 14, 15 to five. So they took a little bit out on the Mets at the end there. Baltimore over Toronto seven to five. Tampa Bay over the Phillies five nothing. Phillies died like dogs this week. Yes, they, they really did. Didn't accomplish anything. Oakland beat Seattle six to two. Dodgers over the Angels five to nothing. Arizona beat Colorado eleven to three. The Red Sox beat Atlanta nine to one. However, Ron Renicky is not returning as Red Sox manager. That's been announced. He may even come back as bench coach. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting that past him. But the question is, and uh, whether they will bring back Alex Cora, or whether they will uh, go a whole different direction. It depends on how much power Heim Bloom has. You know that John Henry and those guys are, are uh, big uh, Cora fans, and Heim Bloom didn't really work with him. That was the you know came in after he was. Uh, well, he was a manager for a couple months with him, but uh, now he's got a chance to name a manager, but uh, they may want Cora back, and I think the fans would like Cora back, so we'll see about that. So 9-1, to one, the Red Sox beat the Braves. Uh, Cleveland beat Pittsburgh 8-6. to six. The Cubs beat the White Sox 10-8, and Cincinnati beat Minnesota 5-3 to three in 10 innings, and St. Louis beat Milwaukee 5-2. to two. So after all the carnage there, why don't you run down uh, what our series are in the seeding? Okay, here we go. In the American League, the top seed, of course, as we said, would be the Tampa Bay Rays. They play the Blue Jays. The Indians would be the four seed. They get the Yankees. The two seed is the A's. They will get the White Sox. The three seed is the Twins, and they will get the Astros. National League, one is the Dodgers, of course. They will play the eight seed Brewers. Four, five, that'll be the Padres hosting the Cardinals. 2-7 2-7 will be the Braves hosting the Reds, and 3-6 will be the Cubs hosting the Marlins. Now, I think, in yeah. my mind, in my mind, this this is just me. We'll see what you guys think. I think the two best series is in the first round should be the Braves and the Reds in the NL, and in the AL, I would pick the Yankees-Indians. Uh-huh. We also have a, a rematch of the Steve Bartman series from 1997. Yes, That's kind of kind of cool. But yeah, and I there mean, are a couple. There are a couple notes, Chris, in the in the uh, Cardinals Brewers game. Brett Anderson left the game early with a blister, and Dan Vogelbach, the DH for the Brewers, pulled up. 
uh, lame on a base. So you, you hope for the Brewers' sake. I mean, they're going to be up against it anyway, but yeah. you hope those and guys you, are and okay. You, and your playoff roster has to be set by Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So Right. right. Um, and the American League games will be played Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We don't have times for them. And the National League games will be Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, all at right. the home park of the higher seats. Yes. Yeah. And, and they will be one series would be on TBS. The other ones will either be on ESPN, ESPN2, or ABC. Check, so you're just check family of networks. Yes, just check your listings and check the, check that schedule board. We'll have it all up there. And right. also TV, at TBS. TBS has the American League, so they will have their one series will be in American League, and then in the second round it will be TV, TBS American League for the second for the next two rounds. TBS American League FS1 for the National League. Okay. And the Los and Angeles the MLB, and the MLB Network, by the way, will have two National League series games. Yes, they will. Yes. Uh, okay. And also, the Angels have relieved Billy Epler of GM duties. So, and that's okay. because that's because apparently Mike Trout came out today. I mean, he wasn't you know complaining necessarily, but he said that um, you know with the Angels should be better than they are, and he said that you know instead of maybe trying to tack on more and more and more offense, they should have went out and signed pitching. And apparently, uh, Artie, totally Moreno, Artie Moreno took that seriously, and Billy Epler is out. Okay. I, I totally agree. The, uh, the Angels have good enough offense, but they have no pitching. And I was listening to Bob Uecker today, he and Jeff Levering today, and they said that um, they probably could have signed two middle-to-high-level pitchers for the money that they gave Rendon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Anthony Rendon is a good player, Perry, but he's not worth $245 million over seven years. Has it been determined yet whether is it official, whether they're combining the two seasons for the draft, or are they going to just do the one season? Do we know yet? We do not know. We do not know. Okay. Because uh, apparently the Red Sox didn't do themselves any favors winning some games this week. They knocked themselves out. Apparently there's two really great, uh, my friend Rick was telling me, there's two really great pitching prospects, and uh, they probably won't get one of those now. But uh, So they'll, know, go, they'll go to the draft. Pirates, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. The Pirates and the, and the Rangers and whoever. But anyway, so we have some baseball notes, some interesting, crazy things happened. The craziest thing happened uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday afternoon, and I didn't know about it at the time, while the Red Sox were beating the Yankees, some crazy uh, game. Yes, he was a Yankee fan. He was in Yankee garb. Climbed the 37-high monster, uh, you know, left-field wall, the green monster, and got into Fenway Park and was uh, yelling about 9-11 and, you know, oh, the Yankees, are, you know, the Red Sox suck and all this good stuff. Anyway, they, they the police got him and got him out of there. But So a fan did attend a game this year. So there you go. He didn't pay, but he went. Um, that took a lot of guts. <laughs> another, yeah, they, a, now, they do think, speaking of fans, though, Chris, Rob Manfred said he thinks that for the games that are in uh, Dallas, he thinks there may be some fans allowed in those games. Okay, yeah. we'll see what happens. Haraldus Chapman's, uh, sus- uh, you know, suspension or whatever was never appealed. That did not occur. It'll happen next year, I guess, once they they uh, sort that out. They claimed they couldn't get witnesses, but obviously they could have. They just didn't want to because they yeah. didn't want to mess up the Yankees yeah. at the time of year. So I think that whole thing is bogus. But okay, it was okay. So we have some stats that David USF got us on uh, Sunday night, which were pretty cool. They were on ESPN for the last Sunday night game of the year. Home runs after 33 years of age. 
page. Kind of cool. David Ortiz hits. This is from seven through one. David Ortiz at two fifty two. Mark McGuire two fifty four. Uh, Nelson Cruz now of the Twins, and of course he's still active two sixty seven. Uh, we have uh, Babe Ruth at two ninety eight. Uh, Rafael Palmero two ninety nine. Hank Aaron three thirteen, and Bobby Bonds four oh two. And of course that's Barry when Bobby Bonds. Bonds Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. I do that all the time. And that's when he he changed from a line drive hitter, a wonderful average hitter, to a home run hitter because he started on the juice. And so you had uh, I guess the ones that are really in question were obviously McGuire and Palmero, and it's been and some uh, winking about David Ortiz too, but uh, not so much. But those were the top. So we, that came up because we had talked about Albert Pujols last week and yeah. uh, what he could do. Uh, you know, now he's forty years old, so we'll see what he's able. Well, to do. Albert has always stated because uh, remember he actually sued Jack Clark a few years ago because Jack Clark came out and accused him of using steroids right. while uh, while Pujols was in St. Louis and. Pujols actually sued Jack Clark and won his case. And he's always said, hey, I'm a clean player, and I want to pass up as many of these steroid guys as I can. So, right. Uh, so, so we had uh, somebody wanted a long weekend, and Andrelton Fitzsimmons uh, Simmons was the guy that did. He's a shortstop for the Angels, used to play for the Braves, and he decided he was going to opt out like Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean, the Angels have been out of it when, for three Wednesday. weeks. Wednesday. Wednesday, he decided to leave. So whatever. All right. Alex Gordon of the Royals uh, retired at the end of today was his last game, assuming he played. Also, uh, yes, he did, he did play, and Hunter Pence also retired today, uh, Chris. Oh, okay. And, uh, we've got All right. Audio we were, audio I think uh, Giants. Giants. Uh, Bill, okay. did you say you had some Alex Gordon audio? I do. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do. Hold on just a second here, and we'll... Uh, okay. Why don't Send we get to, to the... Pam Francis. She, she would yeah, like to hear this, I'm sure. Pam. She did this. Here we go. Alex Gordon. All right. This game has been great for me uh, over my career. Uh, but at the same time, it's um, I'm very blessed to do this, very blessed to do it as long as I have with the same organization. But it does take away a lot of family time. And, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet moment for me because... You know, I'm sad. I'm going to miss my my teammates in there and everything and competing with them. But at the same time, I'm excited to uh, the next chapter in my life and, you know, spend a lot of time with those kids and, and my wife. So uh, those guys in those club in that clubhouse uh, right now, past and current, um, they mean everything to me. I know when, you know, when I first started playing, the biggest thing that I wanted to do was be a good teammate. Um, you know, I, I came in with guys like Reggie Sanders, Mike Sweeney, uh, Mark Grzelanek, and they were all great teammates, and they kind of set a standard that, you know, no, that's kind of how I wanted to be, just whatever happened, good or bad. Um, uh, I just wanted to be the best teammate I could be to all those guys, and, you know, they, sh- they showed the same for me. I'll never forget 2014 uh, and 2015, the kind of support you guys gave us. Uh, throughout those championship runs was I know uh, Duffy and Greg who are sitting here with me can't they'll never forget it it was it was something special and I'm hoping that these guys in the clubhouse now can can feel that because the city of Kansas City when um, when we're playing well it's it's something special and even even when we're not playing well they're they're showing love so I just want to thank um, the city of Kansas City 
Yeah, I remember his. Uh, I remember his yeah. first game um, against the Red Sox in uh, 2007. The Red Sox yeah, opened there well, and uh, they killed the Royal. You know, you know obviously the Red Sox wanted to win the World Series, but the Royals killed them. Now Alex Gordon was in that game, and they were talking about him as the new prize rookie. So there you go. And you know, he he was absolutely that. He was a. He said he wanted to be a good teammate. He absolutely was. Well, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Hunter, you could think of Hunter Pence the same way. I mean, that's he correct. That's correct. The Giants, and, you know. So, so, so Rob Manfred did an interview, and Perry heard it, but I wrote down what he said. And if there's anything I leave out, he can certainly mention it. But the D, uh, talking about the new rule changes and what he envisions for going on, and of course he's not the be-all and end-all. A lot of this has to do with the owners. It has to do with the bargaining, collective bargaining in the next couple of years. But uh, the DH will probably come in in uh, you know maybe in 21, but uh, de- again depending on bargaining. But it'll probably in 22 it'll go to the National League too. The 10th inning uh, people, he says, many people like having putting the guy on second base right. uh, and it could it could come for 21 or, and 20 and or 22 we'll see about that not the seven inning double headers people uh, were not for that so that's probably not going to be uh, the uh, managers the, now the managers like them because it, it it's less yes. pitching right there may be a little more expansion in the playoffs in years to come either six or seven teams in each league certainly not the eight we've got right now so uh, that uh, was that anything else that uh, Rob Manfred mentioned that uh, the only other thing he mentioned note? is of course expansion you know they think that's coming and of course uh, the big I think the, the hottest place that you hear of right now is Nashville that's the, that's seemingly the the okay. next market well okay. and I, I I keep I keep hate, I keep hate bringing this up but both the Tampa and Oakland situations eventually have to be resolved you know uh, well, they, they, you, they, you believe what you hear they want wanted to resolve those but i think what has changed is with all the loss of revenue this year if they expand they're going to really bring in some revenue and i think that's what that's what has kind of changed okay, okay. so you're saying they're going to expand even if those they situations could, they could they, they, didn't, they didn't say definitely but they could okay oh, because what? expansion brings in revenue well, yeah, also, yes. it brings them 32 teams, and 32 is an ideal number. You can split your divisions differently. You can have, uh, you know, eight, four-team four, four divisions, divisions or whatever and yeah. stuff yeah. like that, depending on – and then you might expand your playoff to eight if you do go to 32. That might work, you know, okay. in each league. But anyway, we'll see. Or see. Yeah, I think they will go up. I think, but that one game wild card thing is pretty fascinating when they do that. So they'll have to think about that. Well, Turner, I, as an A's fan, I'm looking forward to the three game because the last yeah. two years, one game and we're done. So that's I, you know. right. So, but you got to play the White Sox, and that's not going to be easy. Uh, no. 2028. Uh, Turner signed a contract for 2028 with MLB. Uh, Tom Brenneman resigned. I mean, obviously he wasn't coming back to the Reds, but he resigned. Uh, so probably with the t- amount of time it took, I'm thinking there was. Uh, some kind of a financial settlement uh, worked yeah. out, so probably they did that. John Carlos Stanton, the white elephant of the Yankees, <laughs> uh, won't opt out. Seven years, $218 million he is still owed. He has done nothing for the last two years, and he'll continue to do nothing probably. And actually, but it, it but in like, the, with, the, with the way that the situation is this year, probably with free agency, he'd have been stupid to do that. Yeah, yeah everybody's, no one's going no to mm-hmm. opt out. The thing is, uh, J.D. Martinez, he's had a horrible year. He's blaming not being able to see the video. Now, is that changing for next year? Are they going to go back uh, to showing we don't, the video? We don't know, but Javier Baez says the same thing. Right. So, J.D. is blaming that, but I think he is saying that he's going to stay. And, yeah, no, uh, a, a lot of players love to look at the video while the do. game is going on so they can, you know, make changes. Yep. Yep. You know, 
so well, they might have to try to remember something once in a while. Maybe that will be uh, good. And then, uh, so that that is it for uh, baseball. Well, let's get uh, let's uh, get, let's go to Marty here for a second. Marty, if you want to hit star six, you'll be able to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a question. My question is this: I heard something. It was a very short little blurb in the paper about the Atlantic League partnering with MLB. Does anybody know what that's about? Yes. Some of the Atlantic League, I think there's that one and there's one more that are going to partner and actually be, I believe I heard, they'll have some minor league affiliations. Uh, Remember, Marty, uh, the minor leagues are totally going to change because uh, instead of what is it, a hundred and what is it, a hundred and sixty-two teams? Yeah, I think mean, the about forty of them. They're going to get rid of about forty-two of them and go down to one hundred and twenty. They're not going to have now. Now the ones, the ones, Marty. That you know, because like here we have AAA and and all the triple A's. None of those are are going to change much. It's no. going to be low A ball right, and right. low A ball and stuff like that is right. what's going away. But what it'll be some of those. Now the Atlantic League, they're not going to have an official. But it's going to be like where they can test out rules, which they're already kind of doing, but they're going to have some sort of developmental deal where each team is not going to necessarily be tied in with one team, but they'll send it there kind of like what they did oh, with the G League when it first started before they all had affiliations with teams in the NBA. Okay. okay. And uh, right. by the way, it is 7-3 New Orleans at the beginning of the second quarter. Okay. Okay. And uh, also, just to throw it in just quickly, because we should throw in this NASCAR uh, note, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin are forming a team, and Bubba Wallace is going to be their driver. Just, you know, yes. didn't really fit in any other category. We didn't have a NASCAR race to talk about that was happening. The year was right. saying not much was going on, but I just thought I'd throw that in because we did have that this yeah. week. So, I don't know, Perry, what do you think? This is a, We're going to do the NBA, NHL, and uh, then the death. So, why don't we, would this be a good time for our well, second college. break? Why don't we take our, why don't we take our, yeah. why don't we take our break, and I'll go get a Celtic score for you, Chris, and we'll come All right. back. Okay. All right. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat, and I'm doing a downward dog, and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, not speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. 
One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We are back, and we're hitting the okay. NBA now, Chris. And as we do, yep. we can tell you the Celtics have a 63-62 to lead with 10-54 in the third. Bam Adebayo is the leading scorer with 16 points. Yeah, well, Bam had a big play. You know, people may forget in that first game, he, he tra- chased down, uh, I think it was Tatum, and blocked a shot right at the end. That was the turning point in that game. So this has been a close series, and uh, we'll talk about it now. The Celtics uh, and Heat were even after those, uh, those first four games. And the Celtics, of course, won by uh, blew it blew them out in the uh, second half. They were down by uh, seven going into the third quarter and won the game by thirteen. But that this has been a basically even series, it's a three to one Miami. But hey, somebody's going to win these clutch games, and then they've been doing it. And you got to give them credit. But let's talk first about the Lakers, who uh, did finally beat Denver. You know, Denver it was three two Miami, isn't it? three three yeah, two, yeah. Three, two, yeah. But I'm saying the first four games were were even, and uh, they, they were even in, in points going into the fifth game, where the Celtics won it by thirteen. So and this game, of course, 63-62 with early in the third quarter. That's obviously going to come down to the wire. So if you notice me talking faster, it's because I want to hear as much of it as you can. So we are going to say that the Lakers, however, beat Denver 117-107 to 107 last night. They won the series four games to one. Denver uh, can't, couldn't do it three times. I mean, amazing. No, they couldn't. Back. They were about to make history, and they couldn't. Bar- Our poor buddy David, the ultimate sports fan, after he sounded, he goes, well, the, the good news is the Lakers are up three games to one. The bad news is the Lakers are up three games. That's right. <laughs> but and he lucked out, and the Laker fans Friday, that was a, ve- I mean, a very high-rated game five because everybody wanted to see what Denver, if Denver was going to try yeah. it again. But and, and Saturday night, not as much college Saturday football night. as you'd usually have, you know? And, yeah, uh, so, yeah. State, Miami, and it was a blowout. And, you right. know, a couple so, of the other games so, yeah, not as much as you'd normally have. You know, the, because of uh, all the catches catch can, and we'll get to that with the college football when we get there, uh, you know, these schedules are not set up. You you, you can't really tell when anybody's going to play who and how, what kind of prime time. You know, they usually set these things up better than they can now. So the Celtics on Friday night, as I said, beat Miami uh, 121 to 108. Now Miami had an amazing record going into that game. They were 11 and 0 in games when they were leading a series three games to one. That is pretty amazing to, to have wiped out. I mean, that that's really cool. And then now, of course, they're now maybe the law of averages will be their 11 and three after this. I'm hoping, but you know, they're 11 and 0 when they were uh, leading three games to one. You know, and either way, you're going to have. And, you know, you're going to either have the traditional Celtics Lakers management matchup, which when's the last time that has happened? 2010. Uh, that was 2010. 2010. Yep. 2010 was the last time I knew it was somewhere in there. Or you're going to have Pat Riley, I believe, for the first time ever going as, as a that he's a GM, of course, going up against the Lakers since he That's left right. them because the yep. Knicks and Lakers never did it in the final. And nope. also Eric Spolster going up against his former player, uh, one of his, you know, LeBron, who won him a championship. So either way, you're going to have a little bit of a uh, storyline going into so, this, uh, either team. Yeah, we have some statistics. We, the Lakers, this is their 32nd uh, trip to the final, six in Minneapolis and 26 in, in Los Angeles. And then uh, the Celtics have been there 22 times so far. So that would be, that's amazing. 
And yep. LeBron last night got 38 points, uh, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, and uh, 27 triple doubles now in the, his playoff, and three behind Magic. Uh, in uh, let's see, so then we have the schedule. If Miami were to win tonight, we'll just run it. Basically, their Friday it's going to would start on. Uh, if Miami wins, it would start on Wednesday. It would be the uh, the 30th, then the 2nd of October, the 4th at 7:30. That because that would be a every Sunday. other night. Basically, every the other sixth, night. The not quite the sixth, the ninth at 9 o'clock, uh, and then uh, October 11th, again at the 7.30, the 13th, and then, you know, whatever. But it could, it would all be pushed back two days. And then, but you say, Sean, even though it says Wednesday for that game, that they would play the seventh game of the Celtics series on Tuesday? Well, no, no. Okay, if the seventh game of the Celtics would be Tuesday, but Friday, would if they have to play game seven on Tuesday, then game one will start on Friday. Correct. It would be pushed back to, for the, yeah, so everything would be pushed back two days. Because, I'm just surprised the Denver, that they want to play the a Denver, Tuesday instead of Wednesday. Den- yeah, no, the, the Denver Lakers was scheduled for Wednesday if they went to game seven. That would have been Wednesday. Who would, who would have the game on Tuesday? ESPN should have them. That's what I'm While you guys are talking, I'll go check my TV guide again and we'll see. Okay. Because, yeah. So we'll that's see about what, all that. That's, but. What I'm hearing, uh, that, that's what I'm hearing that ESPN will have them on Tuesday because the Laker game was scheduled for Wednesday if they had gone to game seven because it's either going to, like you said, Wednesday or Friday, it's going to start. Uh, well, we'll find out if Boston wins tonight. That's um, right. We will. And the, the other thing, and too. All, is, those, all those will be on ABC, by the way. All of right, the and the question would be what time the Celtics would start because they wouldn't. They're going to start the finals except for Sundays at nine p.m. But they may right. not want to start yeah. that as, as late because the debate is when it is. So they might want to start at least like seven thirty or something like that. But we'll see. What well, no, do. no, the finals are on Tuesday. Uh, no, the My, the no, no, the finals are not on Tuesday. The finals will be on Wednesday. The finals are not on Tuesday. The debate. The debate will be going head-to-head against Game 7. Possibly. Well, my point is it won't go as much ahead of it if they started earlier because they could start the Game 7 at 7.30 or something like that. So yeah. we'll see what they want to do because it's an Eastern game. So, you know, they don't yeah. have to start it at 9 o'clock. Well, normally, normally during the week when ESPN has it during the playoffs, they always start at 8.30. 8.30. So, yeah. yeah, they start at 8.30, but they could move it up an hour so that way they could get a West Coast uh, baseball game, playoff game after. Right, well, that's right. See, the whole pro- complication is all the baseball is going to be played on – on Tuesday, too. So right. we'll have to see what they end up doing. Anyway, Billy Donovan was hired as a, by the Chicago Bulls, and they were talking. They're saying that, you know, that's a pretty good hire for them, number one. And number two, they've got a lot of young players. I mean, they've got some potential, the Bulls. Oh, yeah, no, he, uh, that is a, uh, that's a perfect fit for him because he works better with younger players. and um, Not that he's a bad coach, but I think with veteran players, uh, he's not the right kind of coach. And Chicago is the perfect situation for him to be in. Okay. No, I am not, by, the, by the way, I am not showing the NBA on ESPN on Tuesday. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, All right. we'll see what so happens. Basic, basically, what, what we'll tell you is do your whole, you know, keep up on yep. those schedules and we'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be announced and how they work it in with baseball, and we have all these because because I don't think you know. I obviously actually we know. We'll know tonight whether it's Wednesday well, or Friday for the final. I think That's since easy. you don't have a Lakers series, an NBA would be a Wednesday. But, again, there's there's eight baseball games on Wednesday. So yep. there's yeah. there's arguments on both sides of this as to how they're going to want to do it. Right. But, anyway, I think that was all we had for the NBA. And uh, so we can go to the NHL pretty quickly. It's uh, okay. D- Dallas beat Tampa Bay in double overtime, 3-2. Three, three to two. So Tampa yep. Bay leads Dallas in the series three games to two. And they're yes. going to play. We know what they're going to do. They're going to play game six tomorrow night uh, on NBC and game seven on 
Wednesday night on NBC. So that's, that's the reason they, we do the, know. The reason they played a back-to-back Friday and Saturday was because NBC was not going to be available on Tuesday Correct. because of the debate. Right. They're not going to have a game. They're not going to have a game six on NBC Sports Network. No, they're not. No, no, and the, the, well, NBC takes from four on with the uh, you know for the NHL. They always right. do that. So anyway, so um, and okay, we didn't get the trade until the last minute. But what was the trade uh, for the Penguins and uh, Florida there? Um, okay, um, I heard about it on Thursday, but it didn't dawn on me to mention it. Patrick Hornquist, who is a very Hornquist. good player, Hornquist. Hornquist, who is a very good player for the Penguins and was very good for Nashville. For some reason, I'm assuming it's salary cap related. They traded him to Florida for a couple of different players. Um, I think it's Mike Matheson and yes. and uh, uh, I want to say uh, um, um, I forget the la- uh, I forget the name of the other okay, player. Okay, that's the one that Jerry mentioned. I don't know if there's another player or not, but uh, yeah. anyway, there, all right. There, there's two. Well, there's two different players: a forward and a defenseman. Okay. But I forget I forget the name of the other. And I think it's salary cap related because I don't I don't see Pittsburgh just just trading a guy like that off because he's a hell okay. of a scorer. So, and okay. also the New York Rangers, for some reason, I can't figure this out. Again, maybe it's for salary cap reasons. I don't know because the cap will not be going up because uh, of no fans. Uh, they're, they're, they're projecting that the NHL will not have fans when they restart, so they're not going to raise the salary cap. But the uh, Ra- Rangers have traded Captain Mark Stahl to the Detroit Red Wings, and it says for future consideration. And the Rangers also gave the Wings a second round draft pick. But I don't know in hockey. I don't know what the future consideration. Well, it means. could be if the Red Wings are not going to be good. It could be their first draft choice. It could be. It could you know, be. That's that's and, about uh, the only resource the Red Wings have right now. They don't have right? much going. And uh, I'm su- I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised that that Mark Stahl, A, didn't have a no-trade clause, and B, that he would agree to go to the Wings. Well, I'm I glad think, to see they're not stalling about trading these stalls because we had a yeah. stall traded last week. So that's good yeah, to know. well, there's, uh, like I said, uh, there's three stalls in the league. There's Mark now in Detroit, Eric is now in Buffalo because he was traded from Minnesota, and then Jordan is in Carolina. Right. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that, okay. so that's where they're all going to be, father, apparently. Their father was bathroom. Yeah, yeah, that could be. I, I, okay. No. Or horse. Yeah. Okay. So um, getting to college uh, football. So what, what, Sean and Perry, what do you guys have to say about uh, yesterday in college football on the weekend? I think, I think the two biggest upsets were certainly the Kansas State win over Oklahoma. Uh, that yes. was in the early round. And then Mississippi State beating LSU by yes. 10 points yes. in the oh. afternoon round. Yeah, those were definitely. Those, and I didn't those see I would any think of the, would be your two biggest upsets. Yeah, I did not see the Mississippi State LSU because I was watching another game and of Texas, Texas Tech, who Texas almost was upset. They were down fifteen with under four minutes to go. They came back. They scored. They got an onside kick, very similar to the way the Cowboys got theirs the week before at Texas Tech. Now, when you go to Lubbock, you got to score fifty or sixty points to win. When you, but Oklahoma, they were up. They were and at Kansas. State came at right. what 20, 28 unanswered points or oh, yeah. something. They went and like and LSU Mississippi State. I would have loved to have been watching that game because you had the Pirate going after Edo. That was I mean, can you just see? And it was the, and that was a back and forth game. I mean, LSU would take the lead, State would take the lead. It was back and forth, but everybody kept saying how the air raid is not going to work in the SEC. And Leach said, "Oh yes, it will." 
and at least for one game, it has. Yep. And, you know, yep. then you had some blowouts. You know, I mean, the Miami-Florida State, was that wasn't even close. That was the big game of the the ABC game of the week. Uh, old Florida pretty much dominated Ole Miss. Uh, that was close. That yeah, was close you, for a quarter. Yeah. It was close for a quarter. Yeah, you had that. You had your typical, uh, I mean, Kansas beating Baylor, although Baylor hadn't played a game yet. So TCU yeah. went down to Iowa State. Uh TCU hadn't played a game yet because of COVID, which Baylor had all they could handle with Texas State. I'm telling you, the, the BC Texas, had to come back to win 24-21. That was amazing. This Texas State, this Texas State team, they are they're one and three, but all the games that they've lost with SMU, UTS, San Antonio, and BC, they yeah. were they were in that game. They were yeah, in all they those met, games. They led most of the time. They led most of the time. Yeah, they led, and they they were they only had. Two wins last year, and so yeah, when they get, well. we'll see when they when they get back into you know they in one conference yeah. game we'll see. But I mean, but the SEC joined the party yesterday. Uh, of course, yeah. U of H, University of Houston. You do, you do not want to play University of Houston because you're going to test positive for COVID. Because yeah, that's right. U of H has not played a game yet this year. Uh, they of course Memphis. That was a conference game they were going to play earlier. They were doing that. That Memphis has couldn't play Rice. Could not. Well, North Texas they canceled out because of the COVID test. Rice canceled out. So what they did, they they said, okay, we had Rice. Uh, we're gonna, you know, well, since Rice canceled out, Baylor, you lost your game against Louisiana Tech the week earlier. We'll get a game against Baylor. And I didn't find this out last week because I was uh, I found this out after the show last week. But apparently, Houston, of course, we talked about they were in the parking lot waiting on yeah. Baylor had enough players at one because there was a number of players at each position. Baylor had enough eligible players at a position, but the one guy at, the, at one position, they didn't say which one, he uh, was suspended for a game, so they said, whoa, he's not supposed to be playing it. We already suspended him, so uh, we'll go ahead and cancel. We'll go ahead and cancel the game. You know, I mean, you can say, okay, they could suspend him another game, but I – I never thought I'm using Baylor and Morals in the same sentence. You know, that's kind of, <laughs> mm. wouldn't that, that wouldn't happen under our bro. <laughs> so, but that's okay. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, then we had the other off-field college football news going on. Uh, that's right. The saga continues as we reported. Uh, well, we know the Big Ten is coming back on the 24th with an eight-game, the plus-one championship week, whatever they call it. The Pac-12 announced on Thursday they are going to come back on November 6th. They will play. Uh, six, six games. games. So, well, a seven-game schedule, really, because you'll play your five divisional games. Then you'll play the your designated rival. Then on December 18th, there will be the Pac-12 championship game. Then on the 19th, the twos through the sixes will all right. play each other. The twos will play each other. Threes, fours, five, yep, six, yep. on right. down. They're, yeah, they're going to match up. And so the thing with the Big Ten and the Pac-12, though, they have no weeks off. Now, the Big Ten schedule came out. Uh, the Michigan-Ohio State game is going to be on December 12th. It's the first time ever they played in December. Okay. Uh, they've never played this late. Uh, the MAC and the Mountain West have also decided to join the party on October 24th. So the Big Ten, the MAC, and the Mountain West are all coming. And, yeah, they're, they're all. Now, the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12, and the AAC and the Sun Belt, they all kind of, and Congress, the six, they planned it pretty good. Some started the, the, the 5th, the 12th, the 19th, 26th, but they work it out where teams are playing two or three weeks 
Then they have a bye week, two or three weeks of bye week, two or three weeks. Yeah. And they, they left in those weeks just in case you had I was lucky for Notre Dame, and that's that's a good point because you had a thing about Notre Dame between contact testing, uh, tracing, and positive tests. They had like 13 people involved. Yeah, they had 13 people, so they, they had to postpone their game till next week. Uh, it already got changed, right? Yeah, it's going to be. Well, Wake Forest is, uh, I think they're playing the 12th of uh, December, aren't they? Did yeah, they're going to play that the 12th of December. Right. And, because, and that's, why, that's why they did that. That Notre Dame was supposed to play yesterday, and right. that's why they let they left these bye weeks. Like Texas, for example, they played the non-conference on the twelfth, and they play at bye week. Uh, then they have three weeks, and then a bye week, three weeks, a bye week, three weeks, and then you know, right. then the championship will be probably on the twelfth of mm-hmm. December. So I mean, they and ACC, they're all all those con- they were, were the Big Ten. If they get, and Pat, if they get in there all these weeks, bam, bam, bam. If, if something gets if messed up, they're going to be uh, their schedule will be all thrown up, you know, because yeah. they don't have any leeway. Yeah. No. So, also the other thing, I guess, Sean, we've got uh, a lot of uh, we're using. You know, keep hearing about basketball in Orlando. There's going to be more basketball in Orlando too. Yes, there is. Apparently, eight of the other ten tournaments, as we talked about last week, how the uh, Maui Invitational is going to be on the Maui Resort, in Nashville, North Carolina. You know that that great Maui Resort that they have there. Yeah. And, and the Battle for Atlantis is going to be in the in the Bahamas Island of South Dakota. <laughs> Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls yeah, Bahamas probably. Island over there. But the other eight tournaments are all going to be in Orlando. Some will be at the Disney ESPN Wide World of Sports where the uh, where the NBA is playing, and others that are on other networks are going to be over the IMG Academy where the WNBA is playing okay. in Orlando. So all right, yeah. Okay, so we have deaths, and I know that Marty had we, one, so maybe he's. We he'd do, like and to... Marty is Marty is is there, so Marty, go ahead. All right, we do have a death, and I think you'll understand why we're going to salute her tonight. Betty Butchman, um, she made history as a Kansas City Athletics broadcaster, and she died of a stroke at age 89. Uh, Betty had been a model and a, a television weather forecaster when Charlie Finley wow. asked, her to jo- asked her to join his radio broadcast crew in the waiting days of the 1964 season. She was known then as Betty Kaywood and was the okay. first woman ever to call a Major League Baseball game. Um, but her hiring, of course, was a promotional ploy by Finley. He yep. he never liked gimmicks at all. Uh, uh, he did a whole <laughs> he did a whole bunch of them, Marty. He did. And Bill Vack for the two. And, evidently, what he he said to her is he needed her to appeal to the dolls, as he put it. That's yeah. what they said turn, back in those yeah. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To turn more women into A's fans. That's she right. Tried to bring the feminine perspective to baseball. She endured sexism, including the refusal. Uh, on behalf of baseball writers, to let her eat in the dining room at Fenway Park in Boston. And okay, that figures with Cliff Keen and Larry Claflin and those guys. I can I can imagine it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when he first hired her, he wanted her to wear the Kelly green and that awful yellow that the that the uh, A's wore back then. Oh yes, and, that uh, was terrible. I'm surprised they didn't have her wear wedding gown white. That was another one of their big colors back in those <laughs> yeah. days. And she she met, mentioned to Finley, well, your male broadcasters, are, are they going to wear that? And he <laughs> said, well, of course not. And she said, okay, then neither am I. And yeah. uh, that was that was it. She only worked for 15 games when her contract expired. He did not renew it. But no. still. That's Charlie um, for you. you know, Back in the day, 1964, the first woman to do Major League Baseball. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> now, did she do any play-by-play or just color? 
I believe she did play-by-play as well. She worked with Monty Moore and George Bryson. Yeah, George Bryson is the guy. I've heard him on some of those games that were played on MLB uh, radio um, during the you know during the strikes and this and that. And I, I you know he sounded okay. I think they got rid of him the next year, and it was just Monty Moore and whoever after that. Different people, yeah. Red Brush and different other folks, but uh, yep. Howie, Harry Carey, they couldn't stand each other. The A's you know, had a, a checkered career of announcers. They, they, they've had they've had uh, more. They've had more announcers than uh, Ronald yeah. Reagan and his And they did have Jim Woods, and they got rid of them. They're the fools that they were. And, yeah. But we got lucky, and we got them. Okay, well, that's great, Marty. Thank you. That's cool. Okay. okay. We have a few more here. We have Al Langwa, and uh, that's how you say it, L-A-N-G-L-O-I-S, but the L is silent, Lang, the, for the second L, L. Langwa. He was 85 years old. He played for Montreal, for Montreal, the National Hockey League. He's a defenseman, 58 through 61. The Rangers, 61 through 64. Detroit, 64 and 65. The Bruins, 65 and 66. The WHL Los Angeles Blade in the 66-67 season. He had uh, he had played in 498 games in the NHL. NHL, 21 goals, not to not an offensive defenseman or offensive as we say in Canada, uh, 91, uh, 21 goals, 91 assists in 484 minutes, and in 53 playoff games he played. He had one goal and five uh, assists in 50 minutes, and uh, 58 through 60 he won uh, Stanley Cups with the Montreal Canadiens, and he was the last Bruin to wear number four before before Bobby Orr got it in the rookie in his rookie year of 66-67. Uh, then he was also the French color man on. Canadians, uh, Montreal Canadiens radio for a while. Don't have the years on that. Nope. Then we have Bob Nevin, another NHLer, 82 years old. Uh, he played in the six games in the late 50s for Toronto, but then he became a regular for the Maple Leafs in 60 through 64, then the Rangers 64 through 71, Minnesota 71 through 73, the Kings 73 and uh, through uh, 76. He had uh, then he went to the WHA Edmonton Oilers in 76 and retired there because he broke his collarbone. He had 107 uh, goals, 419 assists, and 726 points, and he won Stanley Cups for the Maple Leafs in 62 and 63. We have Bob Atkins, a defensive back. uh, He was 74 years old, played for the St. Louis uh, Cardinals in 68 and 69, Houston Oilers from 70 through 76. He had 114, uh, uh, he started 49 of 114 games. He had 19 interceptions and one touchdown as an interception and four fumble recoveries. And then he uh, he uh, went to uh, he went to Grambling and got his Bachelor of Science there, and then uh, his phys ed degree, and then uh, and then he got his master's degree, and then he uh, went to Prairie View in '84, and he was assistant head uh, women's uh, uh, basketball coach in Prairie View, I think, and the AD there from '04 uh, to '11. So he had uh, got into the coaching field after a while there. Then we have uh, we got about four more, I think. We have Gail Sayers. He's the big one. He yep. was. Seven 77 years old. He is from Wichita. Didn't know that. He went to the University of Kansas, and he was the fourth pick in the NFL by the Bears and the fifth pick in the AFL. Don't buy it, know by who. And then he played for the Bears because he went with the NFL, 65 through 71. And he had four Pro Bowls in that time. He was the comeback player of the year in 69. He was the rookie of the year in 65, led in rushing in the NFL in 66 and 69 in his comeback season. Uh, 40, uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, he, his number was retired by the Bears in uh, his number 40 and 48 by Kansas. 
and the Kansas Comet, he was called. I never heard that nickname, but that's what they said. Yeah, no, uh, I've heard that. And, of course, uh, yeah. um, in the 1965 draft, Chris, Dick Buckus was picked third by the Bears, and Gail Sayers was fourth. Oh, there you go. 4,956 rushing yards, uh, 39 uh, touchdowns rushing, 1,307 uh, receiving yards with nine receiving touchdowns. And then he had, uh, he, uh, let's see, he returned for 391 uh a punt return yards and two touchdowns, 2,781 uh, kickoff yards and six returns on kickoffs for touchdown. And then uh, he was four for 18 passing with one passing touchdown. And then he, he injured his knee in 68 after two games, and he was out for that season. Then he came back in 69, but he hurt, got hurt again in 70 and 71 and uh, hardly played those years. And the, the guys, he is one. I had, uh, always had three guys listed, but if there should be four. If they had the knee surgeries and things they do now, the guys who would have had even better careers and wonderful careers that they did have oh. would have been Mickey Mantle, uh, Bobby Orr, Joe Namath, and Gail Sarris. That's correct. You know, they, they all would have been much better than they were, but of course they were great as it was. But, you know, he retired in the preseason in, in 72. He was the Hall of, elected the Hall of Fame in the NFL in, in 77. He was the uh, he was 34 when he was inducted, so he was the youngest inductee at that time. College and he still Hall is. Yeah, okay. Still, yeah. College Hall, that just shows how his career was cut short. College yep. Hall of Fame in 77. And, uh, and let's see, he had uh, 22 touchdowns in one year in the NFL. That's pretty amazing. And then uh, O.J. broke that record in 75 with 23. And uh, they were talking, uh, you know, they said that uh, the most dynamic runner, you know, reminded people of Barry Sanders and, of course, right up there with Walter Payton, Jim Brown, O.J., you know, all those top running backs. Uh, and, of course, he was the first inter- part of the first interracial roommate team with Brian Piccolo. In uh, you know, and they started to room together in '67, and of course, the movie Brian's Song uh, came out in '71. Uh, uh, after uh, yeah, Billy, Billy D. Williams, D. Williams played, was Billy yeah, D. Williams, yeah, right. Yeah. And then uh, uh, and then uh, you know, so then Brian, of course, died, and they put that movie out. So uh, and he honored him at the award that year. There was a thing he said, "I'm doing this for because I'm accepting." He had gave a huge speech about Brian mm-hmm. Piccolo. And, and he he died that. of dementia, and he was uh, it was from football injuries. So I imagine he was part of that. They found that in Mayo Clinic. So of oh yeah, I know he was part of that big lawsuit and all, right, all that. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, he, so, uh, he was one of the he was one of the organizers of that lawsuit. His right, family. yeah. And he uh, and he uh, was you know a real uh, not only was a great player but a great man in the community too. He was always That's a good guy. Correct. So we have Bobby Wilson, eighty four years old. Uh, let's see, he uh, went to. Let's see. Hang on. What is this? Uh, I'm looking at this, and I'm not understanding uh, what the deal was. Oh, he was a tennis player. That's the guy. Okay. He went to the round free in the Australian Open. He went in... Six, uh, he went to the uh, final in the French, uh, no, I think round three in the French Open, too. The quarterfinals in Wimbledon, 58, 59, 61, and 63. And the quarterfinals in the U.S. Open in 60. He uh, he was in the doubles final in Wimbledon in, in 60. And uh, and he played in the mixed doubles at that point. And, and in 1977, his, uh, or 67, his last uh, appearance in Wimbledon was against John McEn- McEnroe. Uh, in the first round, actually that was in '77. '77, yeah. yeah. And he was in Wimbledon at Wimbledon with the matches, uh, all the matches he played. He was 77-41-7 in Wimbledon, so he was yep. big in the British. And he was the Wimbledon Junior title in 1952, so yep. uh, he was uh, big in Wimbledon. Uh, yep. Steve Smith, 68 years old. Uh, let's see, he died of a heart attack. 
He was the indoor uh, pole vaulter in uh, 72 and 73. He was the first in- indoor person to go over uh, 18 feet, and then uh, that was in 73. He qualified for the Summer Olympics in 72 and came in second to Bob uh, Segrin uh, in the uh, uh, trial that year, but he did qualify for the team. He didn't win a medal. And Segrin set the world record uh, for, and they had, uh, there was apparently animosity between him and Bob Segrin. I remember Bob Segrin's name. I don't remember this guy. Uh, the best, uh, let's see, uh, was 18 feet, five inches. And then uh, uh, in he was he also uh, was in the Olympic trials for 80, and he uh, but he came in in fourth in that trial. But they, of course, they didn't even go to the Olympics. That was the Moscow Olympics. He uh, had gone pro for a while and then came back to uh, uh, the amateur status. 83, uh, he retired with an ankle inj- injury from a car accident, uh, and then he was a real estate agent. And then he uh, in Southern California, uh, Hall of Fame of pole vaulters, which I didn't know they even had. Neither did David USF, and now okay. the record is up over 20 feet for uh, outdoor pole, pole vaulters. So that's been the uh, progress in pole vaulting, which I'm sure you've been charting uh, uh, very much. Not and the last really. death we have, well, hey, you know, we cover everything here. Yeah. Erlen Moore, 68 years old. He played for Oklahoma. He was an All-American. Then he went to New Orleans. He played there for 73 through 85. Then uh, the Jets uh, for one regular season game and two playoff games in 86. And then uh, the Pro Bowl in 83. He was the uh, 40th and uh, uh, he was in the 40th all-time team and the 50th all-time time team for the Saints. Uh, let's see, and he's in their Hall of Fame. He had one interception and seven fumble recoveries, and he died after a long illness. Oh, we got another one. I'm sorry. One more is Leo Sugar. I remember this guy. This is an interesting name when you were a kid. Leo Sugar, a guy named Sugar. Never heard that last name again. 91 years old, played for the Chicago Cardinals in 54 through 59, St. Louis Cardinals in 60. Uh, this is football, of course. Philadelphia Eagles in 61, Detroit Lions in 62. He made two, two Pro Bowls in one intersection, uh, interception, 13 fumble recoveries, and three touchdowns. He was a defensive end, and I remember that name. Uh, it's like, Leo Sugar, wow, what a name. I never heard that since, but that was the last one we got. Okay, that means we're and done, Adder. That means we're done, so Sean. 13-10 to 10 Green Bay right now in the second quarter. So Okay, okay. do we have a Celtic score, Perry? Uh, just a second, we will. Okay. And uh, maybe Sean can do his wrap-up while you, you get us one. How's that? Yeah. I will tell you, of course, we want to thank you all for listening. Uh and those of you, if you want to leave any comments, questions, criticisms, anything, 800-693-0595, option number two stands for Sports Lounge Live. You can download the podcast, uh, Sports. Uh, go to legendoldies.com, type in your podcatcher, Sports Lounge Live, three words, and tell your smart device to play the sports, play Sports Lounge podcast for Sports Lounge from Apple Podcasts, I believe. Sports no, Lounge you have Live to say, play, podcast. You have to say Sports Lounge Live, Live from Apple Podcasts from Apple Podcasts, or you go to 773-572-3006, option number nine for Sports Lounge Live, option eight for All Things Radio, option seven for the Coffee Club, and we got a big week of games, all kinds of stuff, championships, playoffs, regular season, everything this week. We're going to come back next week, but we got a score now. We do, and with 10.5 to go in the fourth, both teams have 90, and BAM is up to 24 points now. Oh, we okay. got to stop that BAM. All right. Let's put the slam on BAM. Okay, we'll see what we can do. All right, we'll, we'll see everybody next, next week. In a world of chaos. Right.